What we need right now is a clear message to the people of this country. This message must be read in every newspaper, heard on every radio, seen on every television. This message must resound throughout the entire interlink. I want this country to realize that we stand on the edge of oblivion. I want every man, woman, and child to understand how close we are to chaos. I want everyone to remember why they need us. <laughs> what the fuck is with this guy? Who is he? I'm your huckleberry. The decision of one man to launch a wholly unjustified and brutal invasion of Iraq. I mean, of Ukraine. Everybody knows you never go full retard. You went full retard, man. There's an old saying in Tennessee, I know it's in Texas, probably in Tennessee, that says, fool me once, shame on, shame on you. It fooled me, we can't get fooled again. So you smart, huh? No. I thought your hair would be bigger. It says on your chart that you're fucked up. Uh, you talk like a fag, and your shit's all retarded. So, just chill out. You know, drink a 7-Up, eat a moon pie, quit murdering people. You have smoked yourself retarded. It's a big club. And you ain't in it. I got hairy legs that turn that 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 that, that turn uh, um, blonde in the sun. And the kids used to come up and reach in the pool and rub my leg down, so it was straight. And then watch the hair come back up again. What is your major malfunction, num nuts? And welcome to another Monday Night Master Debaters, the best night of the week. Tonight, we're going to have another great conversation. We have our friends from Upstate Unconventional, and I say friends now because it's kind of a duo up there. Mm-hmm. Nico and Rosie, welcome, guys. <laughs> Thank you. Thanks for having us. Oh, thanks for joining. Glad to be back. How, how are things Upstate? Everything's changing, right? Like the cult <laughs> leaves are starting to change and stuff. Yes. Today was actually the first day that I really noticed everything is really starting to change. So Yeah. Yeah, I love it. I noticed it too. I'm like, I looked out and I'm like, oh, starting to see those reds and those oranges. Yes. And it's like, I'm, and, and it sucks because I was walking my son Sunday, yeah, uh, yesterday. And he said, he goes, dad, he goes, I love the leaves changing color, but I hate seeing them fall. He goes, because then... They're going to be gone. And once they're gone, everything's dead. And I'm like, he, I'm like, yeah, man. I'm like, it's tough up here it's when weird. there's nothing on the trees. I know. The grass is all brown. It's like. It's dark at four o'clock in the so afternoon. Depressing. It's, yeah. I know. So, right now it's like, like the golden time. But know? like this month, I don't know about you guys. October is my favorite month up here yeah. because just, you know, the whole, not even the Halloween, but just the festive of it you know yes. you feel that fall feeling up here there's something about it especially up in the northeast it's a little Definitely. different i don't know about you rye how it is down there no i was gonna say you guys are talking about different colors changing and i'm looking at my window and it's like browns and slightly browner browns <laughs> that are out here and like some green you know we got cactuses and stuff but 
No, man, no, uh, you know, red leaves and brown leaves. And your well, your brown weather leaves, doesn't so. change that drastically, right? You well, know, you know, what's interesting is Tucson has look at us talking about weather right up front here. That's how you know it's it's uh, it's a deep. <laughs> com- no, I'm just kidding. Uh, <laughs> the uh, the weather, like the high to the low is the one of the highest in the country, like every whether it's the summer or the uh, winter, like the inner days. You know what I mean? Like so you'll have like 90 down to like 40 and shit yep. like oh, that. Wow. So it's strange. Crazy. Well, that I mean, and and it's different up here, I guess, too, because fall is like a a celebration up here. I guess everybody, you know, like everybody's getting ready for winter, you know, yeah. so we have our fall harvests and harvest fe- festivals. A, a lot of your state fairs, you know, just happened either in August or September, Um you know, things like that, like a lot of community stuff happens up here around that time, which is cool. Yeah. You know, I know you I know you guys make the rounds up there. Oh, yeah. We, love we hit it. up every festival. It's, yeah. it's kind of a problem. But <laughs> Ryan, I was going to ask you because I was listening to this guy that does uh, Organite and stuff. And he was saying that it, he's he's doing this thing throughout Arizona where he's putting all these Oregon devices. And he said that you guys have had the best monsoon season. Yeah. So has the rain been much better? there lately yeah or? it's wild it's been like usually uh i mean like june and july will be pretty rainy but i mean mm-hmm. here we are getting into october and it's still raining pretty regularly so there's a lot of greenery around like on the east side of town it kind of looks like a forest in like what we call oro valley um it's like the kind of nicer classier side of town and stuff but it's it's strange how the weather is definitely seeming to change and i know that you know there's been a lot of talk about the poles shifting and all this stuff and i don't know how accurate that is but there's something to it with the weather and, and whether we're going to say that it's, you know, natural or if some powerful human entities or something like that, you know, like weather manipulation, if something like that's going on or again, something all natural, yeah, the, cyclical. The, the thing. Yeah. The thing with weather is you have to put it in perspective, right? It's like anything you if you want to look at it in small segments, you can you can scare the shit out of yourself or you can convince yourself nothing's happening. If you look at it at larger segments, then you start to see patterns and and the ebbs and flows of it. And that all of this is natural, right? Now, do humans have a impact on it? Sure. To what extent? We don't know. But to say that we are the sole cause of whatever's happening is total bullshit because we all know that, you know, you look anyone that's done any research has seen throughout history there, the, the the climate tends to you know you have shifts it's like it's like a wave graph right i mean and and then on the other side disasters and stuff i mean i feel like we've had it kind of easy compared to like the 1800s cuz the 1800s it seems like they just got pounded with earthquakes and fires and floods and war and all this shit and that goes into like all the manipulation because like this guy I was listening to says that deserts are not natural. Like they're not a natural thing. They're all man-made to some extent. And it's like, I don't know what to believe anymore. Like, is this true? Is this guy putting little Oregon devices around Arizona really making a difference? Like, I don't know. So it's just kind of cool to hear Ryan, who's not like into this stuff, saying that he's is noticing an actual difference from it. Well, that's what I was going to ask you. Is that what the organ like what is organ supposed to do and what is an organ device i should ask that first probably all right so organ goes back to wilhelm reich he was doing this uh experiment where he took 
basically an organ device is just mixing some type of resin with metal. And it's supposed to change the frequency of the area that you put it in. And you can add crystals to it and whatnot to make the energy positive. But he was doing um, experiments where he had this box that was like wood and steel wool and cotton or wool, like just a bunch of layers of stuff. Mm-hmm. And he was curing people's cancer and they took him out for it. People would just go in and sit in this box and cancer was disappearing, allegedly, you know, and uh, people make these organ blankets where they're it, it sounds so stupid because it's steel wool and like some kind of natural material. You have to have an organic and an inorganic material together kind of frozen in place so what these people are doing now they call it gifting they take resin metal shavings and like chunks of crystals put them all in there and they distribute them around like uh cell towers places of high like radiation around like your wi-fi routers things like that and Mm -hmm. this guy puts them in these metal pipes and like puts them in the ground all throughout arizona and uh he said over the last like four years, he's completely changed the weather. I think it's a pretty bold claim, but it's interesting nonetheless, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, it's very interesting. Uh, has he been talking about this for four years or did he just come up and start talking? No, about he's been it? talking about it for a while. He just kind of came on the radar in the last like year or so. His name is Mitch, oh. the organ donor. I, I guess we can shout him out. It's, wow. it's just interesting stuff. And I've been making some of these things and. I mean, you can vouch for me. Like we have one over there by our plants and there's new leaves sprouting all the time compared to like the ones that is really weird. Cause at first I thought it was bullshit (laughs) (laughs) and he started making these and, um, I'm holding at the mic like it's the I know. Like, here it is, microphone. Um, what do you have to say? Yeah, <laughs> seriously, this is it. And okay, he was making them out of resin in the garage, and I was like, this stuff. There's no way this is you're okay poisoning because us. you're poisoning us. It smells so <laughs> insanely terrible. Um, yeah. but no, I did notice a huge difference. It's weird. Like if we show you over like the With plants, the they're just yeah. growing like crazy compared to like the ones that don't have them near them. Yeah, it, it's again. It could just be paradelia. We're looking for it. Maybe they just have better light. I don't know. But, but... I am more of the skeptic with things. And but the so... other thing, I mean, the other thing is, I, you know, I've been looking at this a lot lately that, you know, there's other things to help plant growth, mm-hmm. right? And there are frequencies that they used to use to help print, uh, plants grow better. There is certain frequencies you can use in the water to help the plants grow better. Um, there's certain things like putting uh a, a stick and and in the soil and then wrapping a copper wire around it and yeah. and that'll help the plant grow also so th- i mean there's all these different things like that that you know we would never be taught in school no, or like just an example i have um i had an old copper pipe from when i replaced our um dishwasher so i just wrapped it around the tree out there and i have four big quartz blocks around this one tree and that tree's leaves are not, they're not changing as quick as the other two in the yard. And it's just mm. like, again, is it just because it's in better sunlight maybe? Is the soil just a little better? I don't know. But it's it's weird that this one tree with a copper tube around the bottom of it and rocks around it, the leaves are greener right now. Well, yeah, I mean, it sounds like you're on to something. And, and, you know, when I say that I don't believe in this kind of stuff, it's mostly like the level that some people take it to, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, there's there's definitely uh, harmful natural materials out there, right? I mean, I think even like uh, 
flagstone or whatever has like very very low levels of radiation that emits from it right Mm -hmm. so if you have this stuff that's naturally occurring in nature that's harmful from like a frequency perspective why wouldn't there be something or, or multiple things out there that have some sort of like healing effect even or maybe like on a lower level just like some sort of positive energy would emit from these things i think it's possible for sure but when you have people like you know taking it to the levels that they take like the zodiac from we're like if they're a total asshole that day mm-hmm. they're just like well I, i'm a pisces that's what we yeah. do today you know <laughs> and then it's it just gets to the point where it's like dude now you're you're kind of you're discrediting everyone like yes. people like yourself nico where like it seems like there's some science that you're you know like actual science that goes into this stuff you're testing it you're you seem to be remaining somewhat skeptical of it and that's good i think that that's healthy and if you're seeing some cool results from it that's great but uh, yeah, as long as uh, you're not basing your mood off of it, I'm all for it, dude. You know, I think that's uh, that's <laughs> yeah, a cool well, thing. It's weird though. When we first made these, I have this one like big pyramid that I made, and when I the first night I put it in the room, she had like terrible dreams that night, and was really? like, "Get that fucking shit out of here!" Like, yeah. I don't <laughs> want this in the house. I'm the, I'm like the uh, what do you want? Like the satellite, the reset. Like he, I'm the guinea pig because I'm super sensitive to everything, certain crystals. And he put this in and it was it took bad. like a week. And like, I was like, please, like, finally, just please take these away because I really think I'm having terrible nightmares. I don't know what they're doing to me because I'm one that usually doesn't dream that much. And so it was just it was crazy. So you took them out and I felt better. Mm-hmm. But now I think I got used to it or something because we yeah. can have a couple in the room. But mm-hmm. I don't know. It's just weird. But that kind of like you said with the Zodiac, that kind of goes into the whole spiritual thing. And I think we should probably talk about the fake spirituality a little bit too hey you know i'm always down to talk about. i know and yeah that's right i don't know i mean you agree with a lot of like what ryan says too because it's yeah hold on oh yeah this this is great before before we go let's play our little boy here because this this sums up you know kind of our feelings on this but there we go namaste brothers and sisters i'm glad you gathered here i wrote a little song Things that I hold dear. See, I used to be like you, just a fool in the 3D. Until one day I woke up claiming I'm a star seed. So now I'm a coach, I'm a healer, I'm an indigo child. Take naked pictures by a waterfall and thing that makes me wild. My favorite word is sacred, and I use it all the time. Cause it's really good for business. Never said I'm always high, cause I'm spiritual. Love and like the language that I speak. I refuse to face reality. I'm tripping once a week. Cause I'm spiritual. Stressing as I burn a little sage. I'm half delusional, half in a golden game. Kundalini, 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 did I mention Kundalini? Kundalini, 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 did I mention Kundalini? You see, I love to meditate, but only when somebody's looking. I wouldn't want to waste the chance to get another book. That's great. Yeah, that's solid. I want that for my outro. It's like how, uh, how like struggling writers and stuff, they have to write like with their laptop they have to bring their laptop into starbucks yeah because it doesn't count if you're writing something unless people someone's not it. looking right yeah so true yep I people know. giving money to homeless people you got to film it you know well, it's of like of course you have to let everyone know you have to post it and it's yeah. hilarious it. <laughs> because i have a woman that we work with and and it's mainly i mean she's the only woman in our, in our small little department but she's a yogi and she is posting her shit nonstop on our corporate like web page 
And Mm. even our boss is like, why does she do this? And it's Mm -hmm. like these spiritual people just like have to shove it down your throat that they're just doing it, you know? Because they're better than you, Matt. Just accept it. You'll be happier for it. Exactly, Ryan. They're so much better than all of us, you know? That's (laughs) I suffer. Oh, God. Nico and I can go on and talk about this forever. Well, you should Well, no, it's funny because- It's funny because Nico was so like kind of into it and I got into it too for a little bit, like the whole idea of, of, you know, yourself and, and one and everything like that. And then I was like, Holy Mm. shit, this is kind of culty, you know? And then they Mm -hmm. started bringing in all sorts of other stuff. And, and then you started, then, then the true colors came through when they started pushing stuff, right? Once they start selling stuff to you and, you know, you can get it with this package, but only with this package will I give you this info, the magical information. Yeah. You know, get the fuck out of here. I, I, I'm i not know. buying it. Get out. No, no, I. So I have a little bit of a background and I'm familiar with this stuff. I took yoga teacher training back in 2014 and my teacher just completely kind of took me under her her wing. And it was really uh, I did it just to, I don't even know why I did it. It was, it was one of those things where like, I just felt like I wanted another hobby. Honestly, I wasn't even, I didn't even do yoga that much um, at the time. I was just like, yeah, this sounds cool. Like maybe that would be good for me, you know, kind of thing. Like it's good for you, you know, physically, mentally, I hear it's really good. So I take this teacher training and this woman, it was like, treat me like a goddess kind of thing. Like we had people were worshiping this, this teacher. And I was like, "Hmm." you know what I mean? I did not fall for the bullshit. This woman ended up taking me under her wing. And I thought that was really weird because it was like, I was the only one that wasn't like drooling over her, you know? Um, and so I, I feel like I was more of like a challenge for her to kind well, of that's, like. Yeah, that's exactly yeah. it. Because the other one she already had. She knew yes. she, whatever whatever she said they would do. You yes. were the challenge. So, okay, let me bring her closer. Yeah. So I was sort of always knowing that this was happening. But at the same time, it was kind of sick because I was kind of just playing along with it too. Like, let's see where this is going. Like, And then I was kind of like, what kind of inside stuff will I find out? Like, this is. You know, like, I want to know more about this person because she's such a narcissist. Um, So she took me in under her wing. She actually, like, did, like, this baptism with me. Like, you know, Ooh. gave me, like, these special beads and stuff like that. Had to whisper a mantra in my ear to bring me to the next level. Better throw you know. that shit away. <laughs> and so, you know, all this stuff. And then I was, like... Um, immersed in yoga therapy so I was like becoming a yoga therapist but the whole time I was like I could be helping people I really could but I don't want this is like worshiping this woman still and she's like training me to like people are starting to like come to me and kind of like looking up to me in like a weird way it felt very off it's a lot like CrossFit you know (laughs) it's this little culty they, they, yeah. these people, these people are looking for something in their life, yes. right? And, and, and they don't have it and, and they latch on to these things. And, and that's where you see people get taken advantage of, right? I mean, whether it's okay. a evangelical church or yeah. anything, I mean, it can, you know, like yoga. I mean, how many of these yogis get busted for embezzling? Yo, 
Oh, you know, it happens all the time. There's a yeah. huge Netflix documentary on it. Yeah. Well, Christian leaders, too. I mean, Joel Olstein is, is just as much of a fraud as any of these others. But I was going to ask you, Rosie, if, if part of you, you know, obviously looking back now, you're disgusted by this. It sounds like I don't want to put words in your mouth. But like at the time, were you kind of like flattered that this person that everyone worships was kind of like taking you under their wing? I was suspicious. And of course, I was flattered. And yeah. I also felt benefits from it too sure. not not the flattery but the yoga i i it was actually the best shape i was ever in i felt great i learned how to meditate which is funny after hearing that song but i did i yeah. learned how to meditate and that really brought me a lot of peace it really did um i it was a very hard time for me in my life and just it brought me I felt like it did bring me to a level where I had um, I felt like I was more courageous to move on with my life and let go of some shit that was going on and um, so there were some positives I'm not gonna lie but the actual dark side of it I got to see especially this one weekend we went on a retreat and it was creepy it was really creepy um mm. she was almost abusive i would say like extreme like emotionally abusive to me and in front of everybody it was like something snapped inside of her and she was like belittling me in class and look at you you're a mess look at how sloppy you are you're such a disappointment this is what my yoga mentor teacher was saying in front of and up everybody. until that point, she was very nice to you and you were like her uh, protege. Yeah. Almost. Yeah. I was like her assistant. I mean, I would be in her classes. I would help people get into the right position. Like, you know, your leg has to be here. Like I would pose them perfectly. So I knew the anatomy, like the back you of know, my hand, you know. So for her to be like, you're a sloppy look at you. What are you doing? You're a disappointment. You're the one I chose to, in front of like 50 people. You know, it was almost like a, like a shaming ritual. Yeah, I was going to yeah. say that yeah. it sounds like a shaming ritual for, yeah. as crazy as that sounds on like a very low level, like how they do this with, you know, actors and actresses and, you know, pop culture figures. Yeah. sounds like she was trying to create her own little world and then put you through the shaming ritual. If you pass the test, then you can be her friend for real or some weird right. shit. Right. And what's interesting is like when I met her, I met like right as I met you, it was like kind of the tail end of your training or were you already no i was graduated by yeah but Mm -hmm. she me and her i met this woman and it was like just two rocks hitting each other like we just did not like each other at all she was like just talking a lot of shit about me to you and well what was was really funny is i felt as though how can i say this i she started looking up to me it was really weird and not not to sound like egotistical about it, but because I'm so grounded and level-headed about things, like she would, she started to break down and it was very scary. So like she would call me in the middle of the night crying over some guy. And I mean, this is like a 55-year-old woman. Yeah, like, but she obviously highly enlightened shit together though. <laughs> right, you that's know? what I'm and saying. It's, it's like if you watch all those movies, like, you know, even like an American Beauty Right. The Annette, yeah. Annette Benning character. That's the real yes. estate agent that has everything. But then behind the doors of her house, she's just a miserable twat right. and has nothing like she's just she she's a shell, you know, and yes. and she she gets her rocks off because everyone that comes into her class is forced to look up to her. Right. Mm-hmm. Because if they that. don't, if they don't, she can talk shit to them or kick them out. She has all yeah. the power. 
And yep. in her life, her real life, she has no power. Right. And that's, her kids and didn't even talk her, to her. Her children didn't talk to her. There she had go. two grown adult children. They didn't talk to her. She had an ex-husband that just, I don't know. You yep. know, you hear one side of the story, but there's always two. But And you, you know. see it all the time. You see it with, with, with guys or women that latch on to like youth sports programs. You see it with like dance instructors. They get so into yeah. it and so obsessed with it that they it ruins their personal life and then it becomes their life but then they realize they have nothing outside of it and, and that's the monster that eats at them and right and it was and, and and her thing was you need you need this everyone needs this right and so people would co- go to her like church you know sunday morning yoga class like you know and she would pump you up and it was a whole thing and i saw it and it just was like this is gross you know, like, I don't like this. If I'm going to continue this, I'm going to change it. You know, you always think you can change things because I, like I said, I did see benefits and then I was like, nah, I just, honestly, I got to get away from it at this point, you know, Um, because after my initiation or whatever the hell that was, I was a complete rebel and I didn't, I was pissed. I actually left the class. I didn't, I was like, I gave her the cold shoulder the next day for her big class. We were all supposed to go to, I went and got a massage. (laughs) <laughs> so I completely, cause I was stranded. So I completely just enjoyed myself, you know, um, as much as I could. And she didn't like that, but she also didn't want to say too much to me like that. It bothered her, but at the same time, it really bothered her. And then she after went that, home that night and drowned herself in like yeah. ice cream and bonbons. And, yeah. <laughs> and then after that, she had like all this respect for me. And that's when she started being like using me like as like this emotional, emotional crutch. And then I was like, and then I met Nico shortly after. And, I was and at like, that time in my life, I was like, yoga is fucking evil. It's all devil worship. <laughs> so, Is that when I, you were wearing the white sheet around? <laughs> no, I wouldn't have even looked at him if he was doing that. Believe me. No, but I mean, it was a tough time. We we definitely had our quarrels over it. And it was yeah, um, a, like it was a struggle. We got through it, though. And yeah, I tend to think yoga is pretty, pretty sinister. I don't think it's necessarily like devil reincarnate but I, I think it's i think it's channeling something and like with that with that lady yeah. you know i think there's a lot of witchcraft that goes on like in all walks of life and it kind of sounds like she might be some sort of ener- energy harvesting or she's trying to harvest energy yeah. by being like this like i'm gonna pump people up in my class i'm miserable walking in here but i'm gonna leave feeling better because I'm pumping all these people up and all these people are coming in tired and then they leave rejuvenated. She's, she's literally taking energy from those people and like, you know, absorbing it. And then like, that's making her feel different walking out. It doesn't need to be so literal. Mm -hmm. It can just be like an emotional thing. I think that's exactly what she was doing. I think that's what all these people do because they Mm -hmm. come at you in the soft voice and they're so nice and they'll net you can't even imagine them doing or saying anything bad ever. And then, like you know, a fucking like pedophile, yeah, yeah. pedophile or, or just like a abusive to like, you know, level. Why aren't our kids talking to her? Probably because she's a bitch, you know, and so like, <laughs> right? it's yeah. just like, you know, it, it, I don't know. I, I just have a big problem. And I've, I, you know, the re- what kind of woke me up to it was having problems with people, a couple people in particular that were, you know, pretend they're very spiritual and calm and collected. And they're not. They'll say awful things to you when they don't think that they're being watched by anything so yes this yeah. the fake spirituality really bothers me especially now on instagram and online and it really makes me sick to my stomach like uh, it's what, comical. what these people are pushing you know like there's there's so many scam artists out there right 
I mean, yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So many scam artists. And then there's, I just can't believe how people, sorry, my hair is falling out. I just can't believe how people are like paying all this money to have somebody guide them uh, like in the spiritual path. And it's like, listen, I think it's great if you want to go down that road, but I really think it's all about self-discovery. You know, I don't, I do not believe that you need someone to guide you to through this, because especially if they're asking for money from you, that's a huge red flag right there. You know, that's a currency exchange, you know, and yeah. once you exchange that, that, that takes every, you know, all the intention out of it. Exactly. Exactly. It's complete, completely muddies everything. You should know right away. So I see this everywhere. And I also have a huge problem with people that two years ago decided they've be, they're they're spiritual now because I'm not I'm not making fun of you or anything no, I know. Like this, but like, <laughs> oh, I'm into crystals now and I I'm so spiritual, like, you know, and it's like, no, you're, no, you're fucking not. You know, don't you can't give people advice for being spiritual for 18 months. And now all of a sudden you have a business and you're a, you know, a spiritual leader and let me guide you. You've been spiritual for 18 months. You know, that, that should come with life experience, you know, and things like that. It's just, it, it's, it's scary. You well, know, COVID pushed a lot of people for this. Yes. It, you know, yeah, uh, that is people, true. People didn't know where to turn. And, and like you mentioned something like the self-discovery thing. I'm even skeptical of that because of the idea of just focusing on yourself. Right. That's what a lot of people that that find themselves to be spiritual, they're focusing on themselves. They're saying, like, we can fix all the problems in the world if you just fix yourself, if you focus on yourself, if you make it selfish and you're just paying attention to yourself. I don't know. I I think going out and, and I don't do this myself, but like helping people, I think you might well, get a much more spiritual fulfillment from helping people that need it. Yeah. And that has nothing to do with you. You know, no, it's it, actually, do, it does, yeah, though, it's, Ryan, because you're looking within. And you're you're deciding that the part of you that's missing is is helping others, you know, like what makes you whole is going out and doing those selfless acts. Well, right. Then, yeah, and that's... that that is part of looking inward. You know, I I, I would tend to uh, disagree yeah, on that because I think I think that by looking inward, you're going to realize, listen, I'm missing doing these things for other people. And that's but when you're I think gonna... that's when it gets to the point where you start filming it and making a, bi a business about helping people. No, I think and it's then... the opposite. I think that's when you're going to tend to do it more out of of the light. You know, I, listen, not it not, depends not on your 90 percent. I'm not talking about these Instagram guys and all that bullshit. No, I'm talking. There's a couple people that I know that are really into, you know, they've they've gone deep within themselves, turned their lives around and they're not going to push it on you, but right. at the same time, Hey, if you're going to listen, they'll talk to you. Yes. And and I, that, I think that's yeah. real. I agree with that, Matt, because I feel as though like you can, you can individually have your own spiritual spirituality. You can just like any religion, you know, and, but it comes from within, like, that's what I'm trying to get at. You can't go, go on a class to learn how to do this genuinely. If you're genuinely going to be a spiritual person, you don't have to shout it out loud to to the whole world, you know, and Ryan, you're right. Like that is sketchy when people, you know, try to post everything and they're showing it off like that's not true spirituality. It's it's but you can have it inside you and keep it to yourself. You don't have to. And that's what I always tell Nico, like 
that that makes me so angry when people have to constantly talk about it, talk about it. Like I'm so spiritual. Like shut up. Like you're not because you're talking about it all the yeah. time. Because if you, know? you live it, if you live it that right. much, we're gonna notice it and we're gonna see it and be like, wow, they're spiritual. Not like you have to post it and look at the crystals today and look at the, right. the sun today. Oh, it, it's a Libra moon. Get the fuck out of here. Go home. I have a great story yeah. for this. So like a few years ago. But this is probably like over 10 years ago now, but my aunt's neighbor's house, they had a fire and they a lot of damage and everything. And it was right around Christmas time. So my aunt and like all the other neighbors put together this, just got a bunch of stuff, donated some money, bunch of gifts for like their kids and everything. And the intention was to just put it on their doorstep on Christmas Eve and just walk away. Right. And then what does my aunt do right at the end there? Knocks on, on the door. fire. Yeah, no, she knocks on the door and presents it to them so she can be seen doing it. And it's like, it just pissed everyone off. But she got the clout for it. And that was, Mm -hmm. and it's like, you just took a a good act and you televised it, you know, even though it wasn't filmed or anything like that. But you, she needed that credit so bad. She couldn't just put it down there and just do the right thing. Mm -hmm. And that's, I don't know, that's kind of shaped my whole like idea. What is actually a good act or spiritual because like you just do it. Like there's, there should be no question. You should want, want anything back in return. You don't need to talk about it. Just if you, if you can give something, give it. And then that's it. Just end it there. But yeah, it is hard to do nice things and not get recognized for it. Right. Or do the right thing and not get recognized. And I think that's why I, that's why I don't do it and do nice things. I I don't do anything (laughs) nice at all. I think that most most of the time it's tough for for people to do that. You know, you want to get credit. Uh, it goes back to like the whole uh, as crazy as it sounds, the school system and shit, where you get extra credit for doing like the most basic shit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and we're we're all kind of trained to in, in you know indoctrinated to feel like that. Actually, today at my day job, um, a lady fell down, and like we all heard a noise, and like quite a few people walked over there to see what was going on. And you see this lady's feet hanging over the side of this, this, uh, you know, customer at a grocery store, feet hanging out on the edge of an aisle. And a bunch of people ran over there. And I just turned around and walked away, dude, honestly, because I'm like, there's, <laughs> I, I don't know CPR. I can't help her. There's 20 people going over there. I'm not getting involved. And like, I'm not, you know, trying to make a joke. I know it sounds funny, but <laughs> what the fuck am I going to do going over there? When I like, there's so many other people going over there. Uh, plus I'm on the clock. I'm sure that my, my job would appreciate that. So I'm going to get out of there as quick as I can, but you know, it's, it's, it's just crazy. Like everyone in that situation wants to be around and be like, look how good we are. We went to come help this lady that fell down. Meanwhile, no one's doing anything. One person called nine one one and then everyone else is just standing around, like probably freaking this lady out because they're like, Oh my God, she's bleeding and saying, you know, it's like, I don't know. I'm not really seeing how you know any any one of those people other than the one person that called 911 actually helped that person yeah so, unless anybody was doing anything or you know applying no any 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 pressure to any wounds or anything yeah there's just dude right. that weighed probably 350 pounds had his finger on the lady's wrist like on her pulse yeah not doing nothing you know no, no one was like walking her through anything you know so because i did just, go back and check on it but yeah that was a, it's also such a not sketchy numb, situation though. You yeah, know. yeah, dude. I'm not getting my DNA on that shit. That's going to be like a crime scene if those well, things get crazy. That's you know? the thing, yeah. too. Like, if you see someone falling down, like, you're kind of taught not to 
touch them touch them and move yeah. them like you know, if someone's having a seizure you don't want to go up and touch them and that's a 90s like- thing yeah that's such yeah. a 90s thing that all changed because in the 80s they were all teaching cpr it was all about mm-hmm. helping everybody and all then all of a sudden something changed in the 90s and lawsuits constantly i mean yeah there you was don't want to be liable if someone's fallen on the ground and you run over and help them and because you lifted their head up now they have a brain aneurysm like you don't want to be you know at we fault had for that shit. we had one in See, high my school. gut instinct was right just walk away oh yeah mm-hmm. hurt you walk yeah away. no i mean our our high school in, in jv baseball my freshman year the coach was hitting ground balls inside the gym and one of them hit you know a seam and down. bounced up and hit a kid in the mouth knocked out half his teeth and he sued the school and the, the coach and everybody for everything. And it's like, man, it's really not anybody's fault, but they won big time money. Yeah, it was it was the 90s and it was the heyday to sue. And that was the thing to do. And it's like, fuck, man. Yeah. Now, like you said, Nico, now it's hands off, you know, and that's why you see this. And what's most disturbing is you're seeing it now, even when people are being assaulted. Mm-hmm. Right. You'll see these the, the eight people standing around with a cell phone recording it and not one person helping him out. I mean, there was that oh, yeah. poor woman that got raped on a train. Yeah. And half That's a dozen different. people are just filming That's it. Terrible. Yeah. I'm no, if sick. I saw someone getting ass- yeah. assaulted, I would help out. But yeah. Yeah. No, oh, without a doubt. Like that's though. that's no question. But that's in, in today's day and age. They'd rather record it. It's it rather yeah, they'd it's, rather on World Star yeah. than than helping somebody. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, we had that crazy situation. I'm telling you, <laughs> yeah. I'm not going to say. Just, oh, I just. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so we were driving through Kingston one day, right? This was like a few years ago. It was a rainy day, and we were going to one of our favorite stores. And on the side of the road, it, I didn't know what was laying on the side of the road. It, it, I couldn't tell if it was like an animal or a box or whatever. And I was like, just pull over, pull over, and pull over. It's a freaking guy laying on the side of the road, and I just jumped out of the car and ran up to him. And I was like, I, I didn't touch we him. Thought he was dead. I thought he was dead. And then I was like, are you all right? What's going on? And he's like, Bleh. so I called the cops and I stayed there until, you know, made sure cars didn't go near him. He was right on the side. But it's just this drunk guy that someone threw out of a car mm-hmm. on the side of the road. Yep. And then Probably as soon an as asshole. I stopped. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> or he, yeah. Puked, he was going to puke or something. Yeah. But it was crazy. He just yesterday. sprawled out. The rain was pouring down on but- him. But see, wow. that's what they've done to us. They've dehumanized us. And, and the value of human life is at an all-time low now. Like, mm-hmm. the, the the humanity and care for one another is... It's just like, it doesn't exist anymore. No. Like, no. there's... It's it's sickening, honestly. I mean... Yeah, and it's it crazy. Like, no one else was stopping. But as soon as people saw me stop, like, in our car, then, then like, 10 people showed yeah. up. And it was like, all right, it's under control, guys. Like, just... Yeah, how how did no one stop before? We I don't know. Stopped? It was like the craziest shit. And I'm not like, oh, I saved this guy. No, no I'm not saying any of that. Yeah. But it was just like, what the fuck do you do in that situation? Yeah. I just acted on instinct. I was like, I want to make sure he's not dead. You know? Yeah. In any situation, you have like a, you have a, like you said, like an instinct. You know, like, like I, my instinct was just le- let these people handle this. I'm gonna walk away. Your instinct was to pull over i mean i i've helped there you know an old lady falling down at a mexican restaurant we were at and like i was the only fucking one around that could lift this lady up so i gotta pick her up and put her on a chair i've helped people before but it, you're right it's an instinct thing where it's like yeah no i'm not i'm not touching this or and in your situation get... you saw there's 20 other people like if i saw 20 other people around i wouldn't right. stop the car I've, I've done that before too ryan where like i've seen a situation and 
you know, there's so many people around. What am I going to ask? Honestly, am I just going to yoga? I'm just going to be gawking. <laughs> yeah, let's all do a meditation while we're waiting, you know? It'd be um, great to go and pretend that you know all kinds of medical shit and just get involved, and, like take charge. <laughs> Everyone step step aside. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I mean, people do that though, and and it's crazy. Um, the world is pretty messed up though, for sure. And there's there's a lot more people that need to help people in situations when they need it, and then people that need to just like leave crazy people alone when uh, mm-hmm. when they're kind of shooting themselves in the foot, so to speak. Yeah, no, they're just like zombies out there now. I'm convinced. And and people have not learned how like you're saying ryan how to de-escalate a situation and just leave like everybody now either has to film it to the end or get the last word and that's where shit goes sideways like that one in that mcdonald's where those guys got in an argument and they were punching the guy and then the guy whips out a hatchet out of his bag (laughs) and starts just swinging a hatchet at people in mcdonald's like i've had to break up so many fights in the middle school when i was teaching it's insane Uh, oh, that's think about funny, half man. the half the teachers that can't well right and that's i was the only male teacher in the seventh grade wing the other yeah. male teacher was the music teacher and he's all the way down on the other end but it's just like i can't tell you how many times these because they're just emotional little ticking time bombs yeah and any little thing but i would just grab their backpacks and just pull them into the room and just let them calm down and, and what did you say you grab the guy that's not Wait, oh yeah, you always go it? after the kid that's getting like beat up. Like you don't you pull the the one that's getting hurt out of the situation. You don't yeah, yeah. try to yeah. stop the aggressor. Oh no, because they're gonna they're gonna swing at you first. Oh, I've been punched so many yeah. times by middle school kids, and it's just like it's whatever. But I've had to break up girl fights before, and they're vicious. They're like, <laughs> they'll, they'll scratch and Got a bite. handful of hair. Yeah, oh, dude, they're crazy. Remember the braids we saw? Oh yeah, we were at, like. Listening to Mr. Five Below. Yeah, we were outside of a Five Below, and there <laughs> was just brave. there was just like some like cornrows just cut and like on the <laughs> ground, and we were like, "That's not a good situation." Right. <laughs> well, speaking yeah. of epic fights, have as you, are your kids into uh, wrestling? No, no, well, not pro wrestling. Not no, pro wrestling. They not. like to wrestle each other, right. and they want to wrestle, but because yeah, no. I know Matt, you and your kid are. Yeah, mm-hmm. my son's into it, dude. <laughs> Have you seen the footage of the Shockmaster's debut? The Shockmaster, I think from the 80s or the 90s. Which no. one's that? Well, you wouldn't know who he is unless you saw his debut because he got axed after his debut. It was bad. I'll show the footage if you guys want to see it. I was dying laughing today, like probably a half an hour before this lady fell down, the one <laughs> that I was speaking of. Dude, so hilarious. And it's like with Ric Flair and shit. I'll pull this up if you're down to watch a quick clip. I don't think I've ever seen it. I don't know. You know what's so weird, though? Like, our kids aren't into um, wrestling at all, but they know who John Cena is. They just, like, scream scream John Cena for, like, no reason. No, because that's that's something. What the hell's that from? Because my son did it, too, for a while. He'd just run around the house and yell, John Cena. Cena. (laughs) And I'm like, what the fuck? yeah what is that from i don't know but now he's in like Fortnite. my son has a a naked john cena Fortnite skin like it's like what the fuck man i know i know it's crazy weird (laughs) yeah dude our kids are insane they're just little wild animals yeah Yeah, it's a whole (laughs) new world raising kids in this world you Mm -hmm. know i mean it's it got weird real fast, and now <laughs> it's just like just try and hold on at this point, right? 
mm-hmm. right to any normalcy and sometimes we're like what even is normal anymore exactly <laughs> you know? like but what what is normal you right. know what's like crazy it's... though as much as they're like addicted to technology and stuff if you just send our kids into the woods with some sticks they'll, oh, be, they'll be good for hours yep. like they don't they just Water need distraction yeah. right yeah. all you have to do is get them distracted from it and it's the same way with my kid i mean you can you you send him out with his friends and you won't hear from him for hours, but mm-hmm. you let him sit in front of the TV. He'll sit there for hours too. If you do, if you let yeah. him, I mean, they don't care, but if you direct them one way or the other, they will go. It's just, they need that little push that we didn't need. Cause we're like, we didn't oh have gosh. that stuff. No. So it's like, I'm I mean, out of here. I, I looking back. Oh my God. I'm, I feel so grateful for growing up the time. I'm sure we grew up around the same time and like, wow, I was never inside. There nope. was just not even, I, there was no desire for me to be inside. You know, I mean, it was punishment. I was, yes, I was told to come home when the sun went down. Yep. I didn't know what time, you know, and I went home when the sun went down. I mean, as a little kid, it was crazy. That was the 80s. It was a crazy time. It was, 80s. It was crazy. Yep. Me and Ryan are 90s kids. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 91. So, well, you know what's crazy, though, is that that technology wasn't around when we were, were kids. Like the, the crazy technology that's around today um so i i i feel bad for these kids but at the same time it's like what else is going to happen to 90 percent of kids in the in the west right i, I mean obviously kids and in, and in, in, you know different cultures and stuff they don't have this problem of you know being stuck to a screen but man i'd probably be stuck to a screen if i was growing up right now too you know yeah. i think it's mm-hmm. it's so easy and it's and it you know well it's such a dopamine rush yeah dude such an easy access dopamine rush that these kids it's addicting you know it really is man you know i don't have kids but it's like how easy could it possibly like it's so easy when your kid is throwing a bitch fit and you just be like here here's a Watch whatever you want Listen, to watch man, on the screen. Hey, just shut we've, the hell up so i can do my been thing there yeah you need, you oh, need a few minutes just to to you know before you explode right yep. it's like yeah either, either i go to the loony bin or i give him this thing for a half hour yep. i'm giving him the damn thing for a half hour i'm going and i'm doing whatever i have to do to to get away from it and you know what it is maybe that is shitty parenting but it's it it's is survival it yeah. it's survival at this go punch a punching bag yeah, when, while your kids watching. <laughs> now here's the other side of it though our parents didn't have that out Right. And there was a lot more violence in the household. Yes. Oh, yeah. You know, I mean, we got it on a regular basis. Constantly, and... I was constantly threatened. I mean, like, I was just constantly <laughs> yeah. threatened. Like, With a knife. just never ended. <laughs> right. You know, I'm just like, so, so it's, yeah. And that's the difference, I feel. I, I feel like that has, from a parenting sense, it is it has saved the kids a lot of beatings because they can just, here, take the phone. And they don't get it taken out on them. They get the distraction and get them to just go away. I know. But at the same time, sometimes I'm like, you know, Matt, like, are they learning anything? Well, that's the <laughs> other side of it, though, right? Yeah. I mean, that's that's totally it. What are, what are they right. watching? What are they, you know, who, what are they consuming? Who are they consuming it with? Right. That all makes a huge difference, too. And I'm so guilty of this sometimes. The little guy, especially if he's like acting up and like, I just can't take it anymore. And instead of like disciplining him properly i'm not talking about like beating him up or anything obviously but like i just give him that so he just like 
like you said, like just calms right, down and I can calm down. But it's, right, but the, <clears throat> that's what I'm saying. It's not teaching him anything good. Yeah, but He's you're picking your battles, right? I right, mean, you, exactly. you could fight every battle if you wanted. You could. I know. You drive it's yourself true. insane. It's true. Your kids may not like it in the long run, right? Like th- there may be some resentment there of yeah. overparenting, so to speak. And yeah, but you know, but you, you got to go by feel, right? Yeah. I mean, yes. as yeah. a parent, you, you know, what's you think is right for your kid and you roll the dice and hope that your choice is the best one. And, and it all works out. And in the end, if, if, you know, if it works out great, if not, shit, I got to make another decision, you know? Right. I always say to Nico, I always tell him to pick his battles too. I'm like, you have to, because you'll just be so upset over every thing. And I'm like, like, because I I, I don't know, maybe I was just raised like so strict. Like my parents were so strict. If I did anything wrong, it was like not so much an ass whooping, but like just it wasn't worth it. It was just worth it to behave. Yeah. And so... I don't know. I just want them to like this afternoon, our little guy went camping with our parents over the weekend. He came home, just loaded up with candy, puked all over the place, you know, Sunday morning. <laughs> he was like hungover when he, he was, he had like a legitimate candy hangover. And then like, he's running. So I put the he had pirate like mustache oh drawn on him. I mean, he legit looks. <laughs> yeah. My mom took him to the store. He still had his pirate makeup on. He wouldn't take it off because he wanted to show us. So yeah. he like came home. I'm like, you took him to the store like this? Oh, man. <laughs> this little drunk five-year-old. Right. But like, so like he, I had the bucket of candy and he's like, I put it up on top of the fridge and he like took the chair, ran over to get it. And I'm like, no, you cannot take any more candy right now. Like this, I'm drawing the line here. And he had his moment and then he was fine. Mm-hmm. But like, mm-hmm. you just have to weather the storm for like 10 minutes and just listen to him yell at you i hate you this is so unfair was he wearing the pirate <laughs> stuff when he was yelling at you no no no. this was today with the candy bucket challenge but... you to a pirate fight <laughs> i'll challenge you a to duel. a duel yes no. yeah i did no yeah it, i'm really interested to see how the kids uh that are growing up today like what their like addictions are going to be in the future because like i know like nine 80s and 90s kids you know weed and and uh you know booze and stuff like that is massive right mm-hmm. um and then i think like the the generation like the the z what is it the uh generation z or yeah. uh is that what it is yeah. um yeah. i feel like they're gonna be on pills and shit like that like yeah. uh adderall and pharma and, you know mm-hmm. yeah, yeah pharma they're, getting, they're getting targeted and they're like you know, anxiety is cool. It's cool to have anxiety right now. And I think it will be for quite some time. And they're going to be like, do you have anxiety? We'll take this, you know, and, and it's just going to HD, right? You get everybody it. has it. I yeah. was hooked on Adderall for a couple of years, mm-hmm. like as an adult, like <laughs> you just really the problem is, though, he was. Yeah. Yeah. And crazy. when was that? After the little guy was born. Yeah. And uh, and it helped you lose weight. It helped me lose yeah, weight. So well, much he done, gained weight. He gained weight because every every like thing i had during pregnancy like weight gain headaches he had it i gained 30 pounds he was that guy he had like sympathy (laughs) pains you got pregnant too (laughs) yeah it was crazy because i was in such denial i've always been well i was really fat when i was in middle school and then i slimmed down and i've been like 160 pounds like tell me you were lactating (laughs) (laughs) not quite not quite um Oh man, but yeah, my pants weren't fitting. I was almost 200 pounds and I was like, this is ridiculous. So I started exercising a little bit, but (laughs) then Adderall and 
like I didn't take it to lose weight. I took it to focus. And the problem is you actually get a lot of shit done. When That's you're what on. I'm saying. It's like the house is so clean. <laughs> like yeah, I was doing was running my own lawn care everything. business. I was like working for another lawn care business, teaching. It was just like, but I couldn't sleep at night. Like I, I was just, it was wearing me out. Yeah, you're so. an animal. It was, it, was, too much. it was insane. And then you get hyper focused on stuff and you get really emotional. Like it's yeah, not good. It's not a good thing. Good. I was only on that for like a couple months, but still, mm-hmm. it's crazy. Yeah, so like it, it, it's super addicting because you really do get everything done. Like you need to. <laughs> oh, dude, I, I I when I was living with my buddy after we I my ex and I sold my condo and we're looking to buy a house with the little guy. He was like two and and my buddy offered us to live in like he had this little room up on the side of his house. And he's like, you guys can stay up there if you want. Like, all right, perfect. So we stayed up there. Well, he had Adderall and he took it for like to go to work because if he didn't, he wouldn't go to work. And he's and he started like leaving one for me every day on his desk. And I was like, I started taking them and I was like, holy shit. After like couple weeks i was like dude i gotta stop doing this because this stuff like same thing i wasn't eating like mm-hmm. i'd stay up all night but i'd man i was getting shit done mm-hmm. <laughs> but yeah, man, dude. ornery as fuck though right. you know mm-hmm. like moody it like terrible he was yeah terrible. <laughs> like you I, I always just felt like like i don't know it's almost like there's a demon inside you yeah, and you just want to get that next thing done. You're like, yeah, it's two o'clock in the morning, but I can cut one more lawn. Like, yeah, socks are alphabetically organized somehow. <laughs> yeah, he was a punder. He punned. I don't know if you guys have ever heard of this because I never heard of this before him. He looked it up. He would roll his socks in like perfectly, <laughs> and like his yeah. underwear. He he like taught himself how to build it into like an Terry fold. Holy yes. shit. And I was like laying in bed, like breastfeeding. Like, can you shut the fucking light out? Like. <laughs> Just counting the 300 by in increments of three while he's doing all this shit, too. (laughs) That's so funny, dude. Oh my god, it was a nut job, yeah. So, thank uh, god that's over. (laughs) But, uh, what I want to say, kids, kids today don't drink or like smoke weed as much as like kids our age did back in the day. Like, it's weird, but you're right, Ryan. They are, uh, I think Ryan said it, they're more on prescription drugs now that's like the thing especially in our area yeah like but they don't really there's not a lot of alcohol anymore no, like, kids, like they think it's lame now mm-hmm. like i one of the dealerships there's like a couple 22 year old kids and they like they don't go out drinking they just pop pills constantly yep percocets uh how lame how it, right? yeah and they sit around and they don't yeah. they smoke a lot of weed too but they just like sit so around do and you go too. to a party anymore? they sit on couches basically yeah. well they'll go pills? to a party but they'll go sit on the couch because that's exactly so what they do hole. and they just like put a movie on and they smoke weed and they just chill and it's like do they even sp- so they do smoke weed still the, the two i know mm. do but like it's just like this is not cool like when I was going no. to parties in college, it was like insanity. You know, you're zombies yeah. at that point. There's oh no gosh. social interaction. You know, yeah. Right. They're getting ready for the metaverse. Is what they're doing because that's yeah. what that's what oh. it's all going to be. It's sitting on the couch and you know they're going to be fighting in the uh, in the metaverse and stuff. Mark Zuckerberg was at the UFC event and I think they did some. Uh, it, it, he bought out the whole uh, previous UFC event, so it was like a private Facebook event, and I think that they did some like covert. Uh, metaverse technology experimentation in oh, there. Wow. I guarantee yeah. they did. Yeah, they sure made it did. seem like he was just there trying to watch it because he's an MMA fan and stuff. But I bet you that uh, 
you know, there's some digital shit going on there, which is weird. Weird um, to think about the technology that could be around the corner. We get fake MMA fights, like holograms fighting. Oh, yeah, them. dude. People that have, like, online beefs, they're going to, like, you know, set up their avatars and go fight. And, like, but, you know, there will be, like, personal trainers in the metaverse. So it's, yeah. like, oh, yeah. No, 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 no. And, I yeah, mean, you can buy fucking, re- you can get realtors in the fucking metaverse. It's crazy dude, talk. That's insane. I heard of this company where you can buy, and it's not the metaverse, but it's, uh, what is it called? I think like Land, Land, Lanta, I think maybe Lanta. And you can, uh, buy like bits and pieces of actual commercial real estate deals, like real deals. And then you get dividends monthly based off of your percentage of this multi billion dollar contract. So, like, maybe you're, you're throwing in like 30, 40 bucks. And then you you might make like fifty cents a month based off of that. It's like, and then it might like grow depending on how well the deal you know develops or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I thought it was pretty interesting. So I think sounds there's going to be more. Of those. It sounds very crypto-y to me. Yeah, and that's I mean, in it, the it, real world or on digital yeah, I'll, land. I'll see if I can find it. No, it's in the real world, and it's um they have that, and then they have the is it like an ETF real estate type thing, or is it? No, no, it's not an ETF. Let me see if I can find okay. this real quick. Did you see? Uh... Kim Kardashian got busted for uh, SEC violations. No. Yeah, she had to pay like uh, one and a quarter million for she was pushing some crypto Mm. and it was a big like pump and dump scam and she pushed it enough and and she made a bunch off it. But yeah, and she got busted by the SEC. And that's the difference between (laughs) us and her. She in a pump and dump scam just pays 1.2. Mm. We have to pay like a hundred thousand dollars. 30 so, years in prison. Yeah, exactly. <clears throat> Such I a don't know, man. my crypto portfolios are like in the toilet right now, so I can't even look at them. Like, see, I would rather wipe my ass with <laughs> your wallet than invest any of my money in crypto because I think it's the biggest scam ever. I think like that's the closest thing to like. You know, like they're talking about the, you know, the end currency. That's mm-hmm. it, you know, because yeah. that's yeah. just anything digital, man. But if you yeah. can't touch it, they can take it away from you without right. any. You can't defend it. Right. right. And that's right. where I have a problem with all this meta, all the wild shit is if you can't tangibly touch it, do you really have it? Is right. it really in your well, possession? That's kind of the same with cash too. Like, yeah, we can tangibly touch it, but is it actually worth anything? Yeah, and like, it's not actually there. Only one percent of that cash that yeah. they say is in your bank account is actually like you, you know, like you could if everyone went to pull out. The you know the hoops the and bounce, right? I would have to go through to empty my savings account right now. It would probably take me a month to to be able to empty my savings account right now. Yeah, banks only have like what. If if they're even lucky, like thirty grand in them at a time. Yeah, my mother, my mother works at reserve. one, and mm-hmm. and she says that you cannot. You, if you want to take, I think if if you want to take out more than a grand or two, you have to wait a couple of days. You have to fill out mm-hmm. all this paperwork, and it's just it's insanity. Look at this. Yeah, this is this weird shit. I don't know how legit this is, but I thought it was a cool idea in theory. This is legit uh, as fucking cryptocurrency. <laughs> well, look. So listen, listen. What it is is like this stuff. Like, like. So this is a real house that you can go and touch. This is why I don't think that <laughs> so you own a piece really of matters. someone else's house. That's yeah, interesting. exactly. A piece, a piece of the land underneath it is what I think it is because that's what <laughs> real estate really is, right? 
So, but you only own so much because of the mineral rights of stuff, right? Right? How how deep? Yeah, you only own certain amount of feet down on your property. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. I, I mean, I'm not saying that I'm not recommending anyone go and do this, but there are companies like this out there that I think are scams. Um, well, they have a future, dude. I'm telling you, they have a future. <laughs> I just, think, I think it's a. I can't buy into this shit, man. I think it's such a hoax. And anybody well, can you that... buy into anything? Can you buy into the future of like any gold. company right you now? Buy gold. <laughs> yeah, can you buy into gold and silver? That I mean, that was something that they were telling us was going to be massive this time last year. Cash is a worthless asset no, to have right now. No, but I think gold and silver have proven to be steady, at least. Mm-hmm. Everything else has no proof of any sort of stability, and that's the problem. Like, even cash. I mean, cash, cash is worthless. We all know that. Mm-hmm. But if we're all playing the game, it's worth as much as they say it's worth. Yeah, so, dude, but like, right now, silver is worth, supposedly an ounce, silver is worth $12,000 an ounce, or $1,200 an ounce right now. Okay. But it's like less than 30 because who controls the prices of all this shit not us not people like us so it doesn't matter what like what we think any of this stuff's going to be worth it's that's why i think these (laughs) things are really interesting because we're getting pushed into this digital world and i'm just wondering what isn't the scam there's something out there that is legit i'm not saying this i'm not saying crypto i i still tend to believe in crypto a little bit but Dude, How is any I mean, of it legit, Rye? The whole the whole system that we partake in is illegitimate. Yeah, that's right. what I that's what I was just saying. Like I mean, the cash, the so you know, nothing. Why, why would physical the property is still the best different? thing? Physical property, just if you can get land cheap, just get it. You know, but even, even then, do they anything. can just come in and scoop your land right out from under you. Imminent domain. I mean, like there, mm-hmm. there's nothing. If we're gonna get super overly conspiratorial about any of this stuff. What's the point in anything? Because- yeah, but you also have to realize where you are, right? I mean, if you go, if you go where Nico is and a little bit north of there, you go, you go buy a couple hundred acres. Nobody's bothering you. Mm-hmm. You will not. You may hear from the sheriff once a year, but that's about it. Yeah, my my, my uncle. I'd like to think that did that. He went up there. He, they live up near the Canadian border. He bought a couple hundred acres, real cheap. Yeah, and put put a house on it for himself. And then when his kids got older, gave them some land, let them build a house on it. And they hunt on their own land. They do everything. I mean, they still shop and everything at stores for groceries and they work normal jobs, but they, they bought it and they just got out there and nobody bothers Mm -hmm. them. And it is what it is out there. It's not the cities are where all the problems are going to be. Right. Mm-hmm. It's it's where you have all this congestion. Once you get out into the suburbs and stuff, it's not you don't see the same issues and you're not going to see the same issues. The push is going to be in these cities. Yeah. Like even where we're yeah. at right now is, you know, going to be questionable, possibly. But like you said, upstate New York, people don't realize is mostly just land. Like if you go just it's like an hour north trees. of us. It's yeah. huge. Too. It's just it's people don't understand how big New York is. Yeah. You know, it's you can drive in it for hours. But so like, you know, to be like to to push back on the idea, because I'm with you, dude, like the cities, they they suck. Like already we know that they suck. If we're going to like believe in the agenda 2030 and all this stuff, right, like the agenda 2040, whatever we want to call it this week there, the idea of that is pushing people. They're starting in rural areas and they're going to kick people out of those areas first into cities. 
and then they're going to consolidate people into cities. So we've been hearing by the same people that told us stock up on storable food from my Patriot supply, mm -hmm. stock up on all this stuff, mm -hmm. but don't live in the cities, get out of the city, get on your, your own land, do all this own stuff. Right. I'm just saying it's not just this black and white thing where you can say it's definitely good to live in a rural area. It's definitely bad to live in a city. Oh, there's definitely downsides to living in a rural area for no, sure. I think it's great. I live in a rural yeah. area myself, but yeah, but it's overall, they're going to push I, us out though. They're going to try. I, I just don't know how much of it is actually going to happen. Just seeing how like local people around here, like officials and stuff can't get anything together. Like they're going to have to send in the army or national guard to start doing this shit. China like, disguised as the United Nations. Yeah. Oh no, my God. <clears throat> that's what it would be. It yep. would, but it's, that's the biggest of fear porn. And that's like, that's like yep. a Q-tard's wet dream. You know, mm -hmm. it's the same as, <laughs> it's the same <laughs> as like the, what was it? Um, we were going to have what, what law was, was Trump going to put in during, uh, during all the riots and everything, he was going to bring in the military and, you know, it's, yeah. it's the same shit. They keep pushing all these, you know, we, we survived the, the food shortages, right? But yeah. yet, hold on. The worst is yet to come. Then we right. survived the gas spike and then it comes back to, oh, but wait, the worst is yet to come. And, mm -hmm. you know, I mean, at some point we just got to say, fuck it and stop worrying about what they're trying to push down the road and just live now because yes it's exactly. it's nauseating just chasing this non-stop fear porn that people are pushing of it's gonna happen it's gonna happen and nothing fucking happens right yeah. no i mean they even do that in the spiritual world like yeah something terrible spiritually will happen on the 8th of december everyone you know it was written back and blah 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 so it's like Nothing fucking ever happens. And we're not going to live for that date. You know what I mean? Right. <laughs> it's like once anyone gets a of date, that date. Yeah. Once anyone uh, like gives the date, they lose all credibility. Yeah. yeah. Honestly, that's that's the number one sign that they have no fucking clue and they're just looking for clout. Yep. Mm -hmm. Yep. I agree. But yeah, I hate the fear porn stuff. I don't give into it. I don't want to hear about it. I just tell him if he's starting to look at stuff, I'm like, no, don't even tell me. I don't want well, to. You know what? You know what you do? Pay attention around you. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. Look at your gas prices. Look at your grocery prices. Pay attention to that stuff that really impacts your life. Yeah. And then you can worry about some of this other stuff if you have time. But, you know, if if you're not paying attention to what's going on around you, you'll know what the the flow of things is at the time yeah. you know mm -hmm. and and that's that's your barometer is is and everybody's going to be different right those mm -hmm. people in california well, fuck i feel for you because especially yeah. the ones in like the san francisco area and stuff like that that's like babylon right now you know mm -hmm. i mean i feel for those people because it sucks and but i feel like at times it's it's intentional it's done by the higher powers to to allow this stuff to take place and ruin yeah this city. i think so too yeah that's why we stay in the paranormal world <laughs> Just yeah saying. no i'm done with it i'm <laughs> with you i do all history stuff now and i had mm -hmm. i had some guy uh just reach out to me and i gotta get back to him um and he wants to do something about like agenda 2045 and i'm like dude i'd love to talk to you but that's not my show you know i'm not into that stuff any i i, I was into it kind of in the beginning and like if something you know, that I think is important comes up, I'll obviously, you know, and put it out there. 
but I'm done with this. The, the predictions, uh, no more. Uh, no more. Mm-hmm. That's ridiculous. I'm sick of it. I stocked up on food in 2020. You know, I... Uh, How much have you eaten of it? <laughs> oh, I, when I moved, I left it all in my old apartment. Oh, I, I left like $300 worth of my Patriot supply in the in the cupboard. I'm like, whoever moves in, good luck. Here you go. Here's a welcome gift. Oh, that's so funny. But yeah, I'm, I'm over it. You know what? Because if shit hits the fan, I will find a way. And that's where I've come to. Because I, I, I sat in that fear box for, and not like some people, but like in my own head, I'd be there and I'd be like, do I have enough? You know, this guy says it's going to tomorrow, it's going to spike and everything's going to crash. And oh shit, do I have enough for three weeks, three months? And it's like, no, you just drive yourself fucking crazy. Like know your neighbors and have a, have like a a brain on you and and you'll be able to figure it out. Mm -hmm. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yep. Definitely. But uh, it's too much. It's too much. No, I I can't. So I want to, before we get out of here i want to talk some fairy talk because i am fascinated by like fairies gnomes elves like that whole creatures of the forest like not the giant ones like the little ones because when i was a kid like we used to spend a ton of time in the woods you know we were building forts we were riding bikes we were we spent all our time there was woods right across the street from our house and whether it was the river whatever so we were really into it and and in there so much that like we had jokes that there were spirits in there, you know, these little spirits that would would fly around and like, oh, which one is that? And there were different names to them. And one of them was an asshole and they would destroy <laughs> stuff. So if like our fort was there was stuff wrecked in it, we're like, oh, he showed up again today. And yep. if if like it was nice and clean outside, we're like, oh, the other this fairy must have been here or this spirit must have been here. And so like, I never thought about it and I forgot about it until I heard you guys talking about it on your podcast a couple of weeks ago. And I was like, holy shit, it just brought up so many memories. And I'm fascinated because on the other hand, my grandfather was into gnomes and he uh, that's a whole nother like show because he went into this big, long spiel one time about gnomes and and what the purpose of them was and, and why he had them and why why they're like in culture and things. And I'm like, OK, cool. And, and yeah. so I want to hear what you guys have on the whole gnome fairy, like for the people of the forest. Yeah, I know. I think that's so cool that you had those experiences, too. Like I had when Must I was be an 80s kids thing. <laughs> <laughs> hey, we didn't have all the electronics. There wasn't all this 5G killing everything. Right. We right. could still see them. Yeah. But I had the same kind of experiences like that. I would see things. Yeah, I would. I would see. And they were little. And I feel crazy. Like I told Nico, I feel crazy sharing this, but I feel more comfortable now because I it's already out there. But like I, I would see these things and they were like in and out of the gardens in my grandparents' house. Like they had big gardens and stuff like that. They grew every fruit and vegetable. I mean, they had like grape arbors and these things would like, <laughs> like climb up the grape arbors. Like I saw them and yep. I, you know, and then I'm like, okay. And then I got older and I always thought about them and I was like, no, I just had a huge imagination. I just, that was it. I just had a really big imagination. You know, I was an only child. I was left to my own device. Like I was, you know, and then I, and then I had an experience when I got older and I was in my twenties and then I had the same freaking experience, a different location, 
but I saw them again. And then I was like, okay, there's something to this, you know? And I believe, I believe they exist. I really do. Well, what it is too. And one of the things as I got into this a little bit more, not like into, I'm not into the, the whole fairy. I, I know little to nothing, mm-hmm. but when I got in, in the old world research that I do, I come into like frequency and cymatics a lot. And one of the things that we start realizing is what we see with our eyes is such a small percentage of what's really going on around us that the fact that there may be these other things flying around us that we just don't see. Yeah. It's so possible. So, you know, and you think about, you know, people that see ghosts and apparitions and things like that to fairies, to Bigfoots, to, you know, you name it, it all could just be an energy wave that at certain times you are tuned in with and and in that frequency and can see it. And other times when you're out of tune or other people that aren't in that frequency, they'll never see it. Yeah. No, I think that's a great point. And I think a lot of the, whether it's not just 5G, but all these towers, all these like low frequency devices we have around all these, even down to the building structure, like you talk about, we have brutal architecture now. I think that all plays some type of role in cutting us off from this because you read stories from the 1800s fiction stories document like anything they talk about spirits in the woods they're talking about all this stuff like it's just common knowledge you know and now we don't have it now it's just fairy tales like what if these stories were real at one point and they just throw the fairy in front of the tale and make it you know like a children's thing now now it's all fake but I don't know. I mean, we've had so many weird experiences, just like catching glimpses of stuff. Like I, I believe that they're, they're right here with us. They're either, if you want to call it another dimension or whatever, but I, I do think it is all frequency too. Like you just, if you get in that right resonance for a split second, you might see something. Mm-hmm. I mean, people on DMT see these elves and clockwork things going around all the time. And it's always, you can take a hundred different people and put them on the same thing or you know all over the world and they'll see the same thing is what i'm trying to say so like you have to kind of look at that data as like something tangible like you know what i mean someone there's there's some consistency there i i don't know it's just it's very interesting to me i think that they're here and they've done a lot to hide them from us you know like we want to do a story on Rip Van Winkle because that's kind of like the area we were living in. And if you read that story, he goes into the woods and these fairies put him under a spell for 20 years. And then he comes back after the revolution is won and all that stuff. But it's like a part that gets kind of cut out of a yeah, lot the of the story like... is like he bumped his head and, you know, mm-hmm. and then he never woke up for 20 yeah. years. Yeah. The original story, I think they give him something to drink and he like goes to sleep he wakes up his you know rifle is all rusty his dog's gone he comes back and it's america now mm-hmm. so it's like why would they put that in there you know what i mean did he time travel like i don't know it's it's an interesting concept it it's something we want i want to dig into a little you more. guys have some crazy stories from that area too I mean, you look at the stories that are originated from, you know, down in the Hudson Valley in that area, you have, you know, the headless story of the headless horsemen's down there, Mm -hmm. you, you know, Rip Van Winkle, there's all these sort of folklores from Mm -hmm. that area again. And 
I, I, the more I start thinking about these things, these old stories, these myths, I, I tend to start thinking there's a lot of truth to them mm-hmm. and a little bit of falsehood mixed in to, to just lead you off track to make you say, ah, okay, well, maybe this little part's definitely false. So the whole thing's false. Mm-hmm. Yeah, definitely. I, but even when you say it, I get chills because I do, I, I feel it was all very real. And I think you're right. They kind of add these extra elements to it to be like, no, that's, that's so outlandish, Mm -hmm. you know? Mm -hmm. Um, But even driving through the Hudson Valley yesterday, was it yesterday or two days? Saturday. Saturday. Um, Just driving through these little towns and like, there's energy there that you just can't explain. And there's some real spooky energy too. Drive through the Catskills. I mean, mm-hmm. it depends all over that area. There's so yeah. many different energies too, depending yes. on where you are. You yeah. go down into lower Hudson and Westchester counties and it's a totally different vibe and up where you guys are is a whole different one up there. It's, yep. it's a magical place. It and I, I think there's a reason why New York state is so big. Right. And it's, it's, that massive landmass where you look everything else in new england is kind of cookie cutter mm. you know it's a very Maine. strange shape too the state lines yeah. oh, are really oh it's weird. so yeah. weird like how Texas. they cut they cut pennsylvania out of the bottom and then they just kind of cut it on the side and gave new england the rest but like yeah. there's the connection to new york city and then up to the giant mass of new york state yeah and, and where we're at the way to the border we're right like on the border of like vermont connecticut massachusetts we're within an hour of all the pennsylvania places. ohio mm-hmm. right new york yes. borders so many different states it's, it's, it's unbelievable and new york has such a bad reputation which is so funny because we actually i mean there's so many things we can hate about it honestly but where we are upstate is so different than like new york city or downstate it's completely i different think it should be what, separated what and... people think of new york you know what i mean take all the well, i think it's hilarious it. when people yeah. say they live upstate and they live in like yonkers you know oh, right? yeah. <laughs> you know just like just outside of the boroughs it's like wait a second no. upstate no upstate is like albany and north i mean yes. even like poughkeepsie that's kind of that's like mid upstate mm, yeah yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. no i would say more like yeah maybe like kingston maybe yeah, kingston's like where it starts to transition like the hudson up. valley yeah yeah that's the transition up to it. But like yeah. now what's crazy through. too is you can to go from west to east or east to west, however you want to go across the state. I mean, it's gonna take you what, 10 hours? Yeah. Yeah. It, it's unbelievable. This state is so massive because we used to drive up to uh 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 up near St. Lawrence, and that was six hours. And just going straight up through the, and you go up through the Adirondacks and there's nothing up there, like you guys said, but mountains and trees. You won't see another car for an hour. You won't see a house. You won't see anything. No. And it's great, actually. (laughs) But but they say everything's overpopulated, right? Like that's why I have such a hard time believing it. Cause even where I am now, I'm in Massachusetts, I'm in Western Mass, up in the hills of this small little town. Mm. And you drive five minutes past my house and you won't see anything for a while, you know, mm-hmm. and you'll have no cell service. It's beautiful. You're out. There's just trees everywhere. There's nothing. That's and so nice. 
it is what it is. It's yeah. there's no there's none of that bullshit no. we were talking about cities, before. Cities have a population problem. There's there's plenty of land throughout this whole country. We could fit the whole world's population in here if we had yeah. to. You know what I mean? And it's I think just, it fits in Texas, right? Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. It's, yeah. it's all with lies. an acre, I think. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Yeah, like everyone would have close to an acre of land. It's no way. Yeah, I thought it was like packed in in Texas. Maybe I'm not sure. Oh, in Texas are, are, alone. Are you saying in Are you saying in the United States as a whole or in Texas? Because I was saying, saying like everyone can fit in Texas. No, I think everyone can fit in Texas, but in the United States as a whole, everyone, the whole world's population could have a whole acre of land to themselves. Oh wow. Okay. Yeah. Damn, that's crazy. We have we have plenty of lands. That's yeah, not, it's not a all nonsense. But yeah, dude, this area is very weird. Right like, we drove through my hometown, and it's like we went past my old house, and I've talked about how like my house was haunted growing up, and you just feel it. The energy shifts when you drive by this area, and like the little you know mile radius around it is just heavy energy. Like it's so heavy. Is it just because yeah. it's old? No. no, it's not even no, that old. That house else. was built in the seventies. Yeah, like, oh, really? It's, okay. Mm-hmm. It's the grounds. <clears throat> yep. It's the actual land. I can see, feel and that's it. the thing a lot of people don't understand is the land out here. I mean, <laughs> I hate to say this because it sounds stupid. The land out here has such history. The mm-hmm. land out west has the same history. We just don't know about it. They haven't written about it, but it's so well documented out here. The mm-hmm. the history of the land and the back the the back and forth of a lot of it, and what happened up here. A lot of it was nasty stuff, and a lot of that juju got left in the land. Yeah, mm-hmm. you yeah. know, with the settler between the settlers and the natives, and back and forth, and then between different settlers, and it, it's. You know, I mean, I it was it's crazy because I was talking to my landlord and he's a guy who's grown up in this area. Now, the town that I live in probably was incorporated in like the 1760s. So it's been or or no 1740s, he said. He said town hall or the center of town used to be up on the hill, he said. But it got attacked and raided by Indians so many times that they moved it down into the valley where they could protect it better. And he said, that's why town, uh, the center of town is where it is now. And he's like, you can go up on the hill and see some of the old remnants of, of town hall. But like to hear that history, I'm like, holy shit. Like he's talking Native Americans versus settler kind of thing. And yeah. like that history is right here. And it's not that long ago, if you think about it. I mean, no. it's a couple hundred years. Right. right. And like the town I grew up in, Saugerties, that was settled by the Dutch. And everyone knows how nasty the Dutch were like <laughs> in that area, like the the whole Asopus Creek area and yeah. everything. It's just it's a weird, dark energy there. Like, and it just, is that in, is that Dutchess area? Uh, that's Ulster County. OK. Yeah. <clears throat> but Dutchess County is like Rhinebeck, right? Rhinebeck, um, Red Hook, Red Hook, Germantown, like all that stuff down yep. that way. OK. But, <clears throat> But no, you definitely, and like you said before, there's different feelings in all these places too. And I get like weirdly attached to old things, very attached. And I feel like it has like a hold on me, but I can tell the difference between like, I got to get out of here energy or like, I romanticize a lot of history stuff, you know? So like, I only like to be in places that have been lived in. Like, I like feeling that. I like owning things that were previously owned before. It gives me like all this comfort. So 
I, again, I don't know if I just over romanticize it, but like, I couldn't get over the fact that like we left this old little cottage in the Catskills to move like to this really nice place, you know, like upstate more. And like, I was so attached to this shitty house we lived in. (laughs) And I was like, I, I still go there and I get emotional. You know, this house had a hold on me. So I get very much like weirdly attached yeah. or things attached to me. I don't I qu- I can't quite figure that out yet. But <laughs> I lived in a weird spot where I kind of felt like that for a little while, too, where there was this house that me and three of my buddies lived in. It was like the first real house that I lived in. I had an apartment, but I don't really count that because it sucked. But this first house that I had with some friends was the energy there was strange for sure just super weird and i'm not really huge on that you know energy stuff i pick up on stuff but um we thought it was haunted for sure i mean you know Mm -hmm. we're kind of young and and you know every once in a while we're seeing some weird stuff and having weird feelings but yeah i've driven by there a couple times and yeah i mean like that's where i had like my dog z the dog that just passed away recently fairly recently and he was a puppy there and like taking him on walks on these like windy roads that are around that there's there there's definitely something to be said about like houses that you connect with on a weird level and, and and it's hard for me to explain i don't know what any of that is i've lived in this house for six years and i don't really feel a connection to it at all it could burn down tomorrow and as long as nothing that i cared about like you know my dogs my guns my stuff that's important was yeah. in here i i wouldn't care uh this thing could literally burn down right now and it wouldn't bother me but that house was great so i don't know what that is yeah dude yeah. it's funny you say that because my old house in connecticut i cannot even drive i haven't driven past it i've gone back i go back you know a couple times a year and i cannot go to my old road and drive past that house there's like some there's energy so with that place that i can't i can't touch it huh that's so Did you have a rough time uh like a rough go while you were there like was shit kind of shitty like no i mean it left shitty obviously but i i had a great time there like that was our you know like the first house that was like where we started the family like that was you know me and the boy had a lot of memories there a lot of stuff with the dogs like i had nothing but good memories of the place so yeah Mm. no it's it's one of those where i have nothing but good but i cannot like it's almost heartbreaking i i know what you're trying to say i've driven to that road and i cannot make that turn i like i put my blinker on and i keep going straight it's crazy i cannot turn down that road well when we drove past our old house on saturday and there were people on the porch i was like because i always have this idea we're gonna buy it again i always have this idea and i when i saw the people i was like what are they doing at my house? (laughs) (laughs) Like I knew it sold, but I hated seeing them, you know, because I'm like, they don't belong there. That's my Mm -hmm. house. But yeah, it's, it's very strange, but I'm glad I brought that up because I felt like it's nice to have other people relate on that Mm -hmm. level, you know, with the emotional like attachment to things like that. Um, I think you connect with, with that stuff. I mean, I really, I really think you do. I, or I think you can be totally neutral of it too. Mm-hmm. I mean, they, my first condo that I bought, I lived in it just because I needed a place to live. Like there was no attachment to it. Selling it was easy as hell. Mm-hmm. You know, I could get rid of it. It meant nothing to me. Like mm-hmm. I, I, I take my son back there to show him like what we do there and no, no attachment yeah. whatsoever. It was mm-hmm. like, oh, this is where we started things. But then it came to that house and I'm like, man, I can't, I can't go back there. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And like this house, we have a beautiful house. It's not old. Yeah, and I keep the, bitching about it. And yeah, he goes like, what's wrong? Yeah, with but you, you can put old stuff in it. I know. And so I've been working on that. And that's that. what I yeah. keep saying. It's like, because this house was yes. basically vacant for like 20 years. There, one guy lived here kind of on and off. And it's like, uh, they keep telling her, like, we have to make the memories here. We have to. You I know. know. I know. It so just it's... doesn't have the soul. Yep. I don't feel the soul of the house. So I guess I just have to create it on my mm-hmm. own somehow. Um, but I get don't, so. Don't yeah. manifest it. I know. Right? <laughs> I am a master manifester. Yeah, so, you know, <laughs> we'll have to see. <laughs> but yeah, it's interesting. But like we when we went to the garlic festival on Saturday, it was a lot of fun and um, great food. Oh my gosh, those truffle fries! Mm-hmm. Like garlic parmesan oh, truffle fries. Oh. Truffle fries, dude. I'm telling you, they were just like, mm, like we could have eaten yeah. tons of those things. <laughs> Don't so get me good. started on food. Oh, me too. I can't. I could talk about food forever. Yeah. But um, there was this lady there that so- sells like vintage aprons. And she uh, I, I got like emotional looking at these things because I felt so attached to these like cloths. I mean, they're they're stupid cloths. And I'm like, I have to buy one. Of and then you found an awesome one. <laughs> and then I found one that says pepper on it which is my nice yeah and i was like oh god this was so meant to be you know so yeah Mm -hmm. so just another thing you know it's Mm -hmm. like but i think you're right filling it with some antiquey things but i've always been addicted to like thrift shops and stuff too like oh yeah thrift shops mm -hmm. are dope dude yeah love love a good thrift store mm -hmm. i love repurposing stuff i think Mm -hmm. there's i think there's a connection to things i like i i really think there's certain things that are meant to be with you you know like yeah. And and you end up at that store for that reason that they pick it up, boom. Yeah. But then that then you wonder is everything predestined and predetermined? Like, you know, no, what I mean? it changes. Like, it's constantly changing depending on variable factors. You know, not, yeah. But I also otherwise that, it's boring. Then, but then I also every, wonder if like did we used to live at those houses in other lifetimes? <laughs> I know that. Oh, that's kinda, a whole different rabbit you know what I'm trail right there. Yeah. Like, is that familiar out? reality like just ingrained in us because we were there once before you know or in an alternate timeline yeah yeah exactly yeah there's some connection to it right you have some subconscious connection to it yeah 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 yeah, it's it and and when you start getting into that 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 just is like oh i know (laughs) my just a mind fuck right there it is it is (laughs) yeah i was looking it up too there's i guess there's 2.4 billion square acres in the u.s Mm -hmm. so that would be about half an acre per person or a third quarter acre acre or less right because there isn't there eight billion people in the in the world that's what they tell us yeah Yeah, who knows Mm -hmm. there's probably two billion or something who knows it's how do they even count it's so hard to know how they would even begin to understand how many people there are but yeah going based off the numbers that's what it says but yeah it's an interesting idea though for sure everyone could have about a quarter acre that's what a that's what a normal plot is in like a subdivision so Mm -hmm. but how miserable would that be you're living with everyone in the freaking Mm -hmm. world there's not even streets to drive down and shit yeah (laughs) and then where's all the farming going on I guess it's all like 3D printed meat and stuff like it is. Yeah. Okay. KFC. <laughs> Beyond meat. Well, you're going to still have cities, right? And they would stack up. So 
Well, look what Saudi Arabia is doing, man. That rail city and stuff you like that. that. That's like, dude, it's it's you guys haven't seen that. No. Mm-mm. Oh, man. That thing's crazy. Yeah, mean? dude. It's a uh, I can pull it up if if you want to check yeah, it out real yeah. quick. Before we leave, though, I do got to show you guys this wrestling video and you might not care. And you might not find it as funny as I did. It is so fucking funny, though, but I'm not going to play it right now. I'll find this this Saudi Arabian city. But, dude, I, I haven't laughed this hard in a while. So let me see if I can find this Saudi Arabian city first. Um, But, yeah, let's see. Saudi Arabian. What is yeah, it? Like they, have, they have one. They have the one that's like the rail system. Then they have the one that spins. I'm the not talking about like that one. Circular. No. It's called the line. The Saudi Arabian Saudi Arabia the line. I'll go to YouTube and type this in. Uh cuz yeah, it is uh it, it it is like, you know, I know that it's it's easy to say that this is fear porn stuff. I believe that some of this is real. Um it doesn't scare me, but I think that, you know, they're making it clear that this is a plan. And it's just it's really hard for us to to acknowledge that it could be real Mm. Um, because, you know, it doesn't you know, we've lived our lives, especially here in the United States. We've lived it pretty cushy and now we're starting to get into some weird shit here. But, yeah, so here is the line. I'm actually going to play it first because uh, I'm sure I'm going to get an ad. Should I just play it, Matt? Yeah, go for it. Okay, because, yeah, you know, we don't. I know we don't like. Yeah, we'll get our five seconds of freedom. Just mute it. Okay. Fucking YouTube. These these ads here. Um, So yeah, the smart city. um, It's supposedly pretty controversial. Here we go. Five seconds of fury. Mm-hmm. Okay, thanks you. Don't advertise on Google Ads or Facebook. Oh, ten double, double banger. Not a fun. You know, like when they really fuck you. Like that. All right, here we go. Countless governments and companies have taken a stab at building a city of the future. Here. There's Songdo in mm-hmm. South Korea, the Alphabet-funded Keyside project in Toronto, which was abandoned in May of last year. And both Singapore and Barcelona have tried to modernize with smart sensors. In January of 2021, Saudi Arabia announced plans for its own futuristic city called The Line. Instead of communities sprawling outward from a central location, they would be built vertically and arranged, well, in a line, hence the name. Even though the vision for the city stretches 170 kilometers, it would do away with cars entirely and instead be connected by high-speed rail that would travel the entire length in just 20 minutes. And each individual community would be largely self-contained so that almost anything you could need, be it a school, a doctor, or a quick meal, would be only a five-minute walk away. The government says the line will run on 100% clean energy and make extensive use of sensors and AI to manage the city's services. And all of this is supposed to be nestled in the pristine natural landscape of the Tabuk province with minimal impact on the environment. Now the Saudi Crown Prince Mohammed bin Salman has revealed grandiose renders of what the city will look like to match the grandiose plans. The line is envisioned as a giant glass and mirrored wall 170 kilometers long, 200 meters wide, and 500 meters tall. That's taller than the Empire State Building. It would have greenery yeah, stretching along the top, an <laughs> open-air ventilation system to help maintain an ideal... Well, these yeah. motherfuckers have the money wow. to do this, too. That's what a lot of people don't realize. Like, they're like, oh, yeah, this is crazy. Dude, these guys are buying out golfers, like some of the highest-paid athletes in the world. Hey, we have the money to do it, too. They just choose right. not to. They just 
just choose to give it to Ukraine and siphon it back to others. Right. And what's interesting, if you look at this, like, and you look at like any new Star Wars movie or any, like you see these cities where they're like this. So is that all just predictive programming? I don't know. I mean, I mean, it's crazy, dude. Yeah. That's crazy. Oh, thank uh, you. Google uh, up in that search bar. Type type in circular city from Saudi Arabia. I don't know. If it's Middle Eastern circular city. I don't know which one it is. It could be one of the. Um, you know what else? I you know, I, I, Nico. I saw you kind of like noticed when they said like the zero carbon stuff. Uh... ESG movement is. Uh, tell me when to stop. This whole ESG movement of the environmental, social justice, and um, corporate governance is being is it's becoming huge. No. And I actually talked. To, do you see it? No, I don't see it. I actually in uh, the previous uh, release of this show that we did last week, Matt. Like I, I'm releasing it tomorrow, and I talked about um, some of the ESG stuff, and it's taking all these different companies and rating them based on their carbon footprint. Yeah. And guess what, what the number one best, most effective, wholeheartedly like good company in the world is when it comes to ESG? Microsoft. Of course it is. Microsoft <laughs> and, and Lockheed Martin is on there. They yeah. you know the people that build weapons. Because those of death. those drones are so carbon efficient. That's right. what I'm saying. These and they're eliminating the other carbon around. Yeah. So anything well, so you have a plane and it blows up a building full of people it just reduced carbon so i guess that's a good thing I well mean, so uh, listen to this though dude mcdonald's they took mcdonald's and mcdonald's follows the whole corporate agenda the the globalist agenda and all this shit and msci the company that is really kind of monopolized this esg stuff they took mcdonald's and mcdonald's who you know completely irresponsible with how they source beef right and they have a massive they have the the carbon emissions of Hungary and P- Portugal combined. So <laughs> as as entire countries, McDonald's itself has this kind of emissions. McDonald's is like, how can we get higher up, uh, you know, in the ESG ratings? And uh, they basically removed their emission score in 2021. And McDonald's added recycling bins to their France, their French locations. And this brought them up into the top 100 in companies that are most effective at like zeroing down on and then you look footprint. into the recycling and it's all bullshit. All the numbers yeah. on there that's been going around now. When it's in one country, because they already have the recycling bins here in the U.S. They have them mm-hmm. all, in most of the West. France is a westernized country. Dude, th- what they're still they still have all these cows that are being completely irresponsibly sourced, you know, abused animals and shit, which, you know, I love my meat and stuff. But, dude, I hate I hate the abuse of animals. It's shitty. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. So many companies that are just like they they it, it's literally fascism. It's like, and, how much can you cooperate? And with all their doing? leadership is flying around on private jets and, you know, doing all this stuff that's totally not. You know, yeah. environmentally friendly. That but was another never thing cut Ford, back. Right. That mm-hmm. that was another thing. Ford is above Tesla because you know Elon Musk is pretending that he's going against all this stuff. But the electronic car company has a worse carbon footprint than Ford. Yeah, doesn't make any sense. Yeah. So and then you look into the mining of all these lithium and shit, like to make the batteries. It's it's all a joke. 
Everything. Yeah. It's a scam. It's the mm-hmm. new hot button. It's the new scam to try and get people to, to buy in. And, and then you got to buy a gas powered generator to charge your Tesla. Yeah, <laughs> well, it's, it's, it, it really is fascism. It all, it's just seeing like, you know, how how much will these corporations bend the knee to work with mm-hmm. the the government's agendas? Right. And that's mm-hmm. all there is. And they they admit that at, on some level, like at COP26 and stuff. But mm-hmm. it's getting crazy. And and yeah, that's why, you know, um, I know, you know, it's fear porny and stuff. But I think that they're that this is the goal, whether they get there or not. I think it's the goal. Mm-hmm. So could be. Could be. And we're here to stop that goal. <laughs> Speak for yourself, bro. I, I I was I was there in 2020. I'm done trying to stop that mm-hmm. goal. I'm just gonna let other people know of some shit they've done before, but trying to stop it. Yeah, fuck it, dude. I'm we're a just, speed we're, bump. We're just that's living the thing. Our we're not gonna stop it. No, 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 we're having fun talking about it and and showing the idiocracy of it all, right? That's that's all we're here to do. We're not stopping anything, we're just showing other people how ludicrous and how much we've been lied to and how much more there is than what we've been indoctrinated into. Right. And, and the three different shows right here show it because with the paranormal side of things, and then I go into the history side and Ryan does a lot of the, you know, societies, conspiracies, a lot of the heavy stuff, deep dives. And it's like, everybody has their own, but there's everything has been perverted and corrupted in some way. So it's yes. all connected. It's it's crazy. Mm-hmm. So true. Everything. BlackRock is, is no offering truth. my podcast. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well done. Yeah. It's it's crazy, man. But uh yeah. We're fucked. We'll yes. say that. How's that? That's perfect. That? <laughs> all right. Well, let's get out of here. Uh Nico, Dude, Rosie, what do you guys I got? Gotta, I, I gotta show this video though. You can, I no, 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 Oh, on the outro. Okay, yeah. good point. <laughs> Nico, sorry. So, sorry Nico and Rosie, what do you guys got going on uh, Upstate Unconventional and other platforms like IG and fun stuff? Huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, we always want someone to come into a show and talk about their spooky stories because that's like really fun for us. So, anyone out there that wants to talk about anything unconventional with us doesn't even have to be spooky just what's your unconventional you know job that you have um really anything yeah you know, we're open to a lot of stuff so uh we love that yeah and weird we're just we like doing to keep our it thing. weird yeah there, you we're know? doing our thing <laughs> <laughs> keeping it weird in upstate new york mm-hmm. but yeah upstate unconventional and on instagram and you have i don't know 700 instagram accounts you can share yeah you can find me for for the podcast sake we'll do rosie.quartz underscore at instagram there you go well thank you guys thank thank you you. this is fun all right right. when's the one year anniversary of this show matt this show will be probably what's today the probably next week like it was like the it was about a month after i started the other Mm -hmm. one so it's like the second week of october yeah because that's crazy to think that the first episode was like almost a year ago that's yeah i know who else davy and emily were on it with us yep yep it's funny it it hasn't changed much (laughs) the only thing we've done is we cut down the amount of guests because now we actually get to talk a little bit more you know like Mm -hmm. get more out of everybody Mm -hmm. 
Because we had somewhere we had one time, Ryan. I think we had like six people. It was chaos. Yeah, dude, that first episode was so good, though, man. It, it, yeah. it, like you know, a lot of people, like myself included, when you start a show, it it's a little rocky, and you feel kind of awkward sitting there behind the microphone talking. You feel kind of crazy doing it, especially if you're by yourself doing it. And then it like gets smoothed out. That first one was so good, and so like you know that you kind of like got something good going when the first episode's good. It was just easy, right? It's just a bunch of us talking, yeah, that's and that's yeah. the whole point of it. It's like I don't want people to bring research. You know, if you have a have a video you want to show or you want to talk about something, I'll give you a couple minutes. But we're not spending an hour on one topic. You know, we even when we did the old world, we were bouncing back and forth between stuff, um, and that's the purpose. Of this I just want to hear what other people got going on because it's such a wild time everybody has a cool story right now mm. whether it doesn't matter how boring you think your life is because if you think our lives are real exciting you fuck it <laughs> out of your mind look what i'm doing on fucking monday night i'm, I'm here you know on friday night i'm here like I, i'm not doing anything crazy exciting but at the same time when, when we do get to do cool shit it's fun to share with other people definitely yeah, mm-hmm. yeah the group shows are the shit yep but- so yeah, I'm all right, right. Let's uh, let's Dude, get this yeah. video, and we will get out of here. Okay, like I said, if you're not into wrestling, this isn't that funny. I'm not that into wrestling. <laughs> I was dude. huge into wrestling when I was younger. Okay, so what this is? When were you into it, Matt? Like, or uh, sorry, Nico, were you into it? Like during like the Rock he's, era? He's yeah, the Stone Rock, Cold. Stone Cold Steve Austin. This is right around like time when the Big Show came in. It's when I kind of. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Okay, so mm-hmm. I this is before like our era, Nico. Mm-hmm. But like, I was into it too with The Rock. The Rock was my favorite. But this is this debut of this dude, and there's a lot going on here that, that you can't really see. But <laughs> this dude, once he so once he makes his entrance and he starts moving his hands, someone else is supposed to be doing his voice for him. But there's a mistake that goes on. There's several mistakes here, and remember, this is live on TV. <laughs> while this is going on so just watch this and there's a there's a little bit of yelling in the beginning now is this um, this is on wwe but it looks like the set of like montel williams or something or phil donahue it's hilarious i I know dude they do make it look like it's like a a lukewarm like yellow room and shit but okay so just bear with the yelling and wait until the shock master makes his entrance it's a short video and you'll enjoy every minute of it so here you go Hey, hey, no, hey, no, no, hey, no, 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 hey, no, 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 as you act like you are, you wouldn't have waited this close to war games to tell everybody who your partner is. Well, do you want me to tell you what I'm talking? No, you shut up what I'm talking. What the hell is that? What the hell is that? Who has secret partners? Come on, baby. No, I don't. This is going to let Sting tell the people who the secret partner. It's gonna be all I have to say is all I have to say is our partner is going to shock the world because he is none other than the shock 
Stormtrooper helmet. Dude, he's got a, uh, a blinged out Stormtrooper helmet. But look, so he is. I don't give a damn! He's trying to mind his voice. And this guy's yelling at him. You're gonna gonna his voice coming. Someone else's voice coming. So you're the man that rules the world. They call me the Shockmaster. You've ruled the world. Look, all the glitter came off on his chest and shit. Did he see that? Oh my god, dude. Dude, he's like dazzled. You want a piece of me? Come and get me. Come after me, Sid. Oh my god. This is so funny, dude. I was Along that with Davy Boy, Sting, and Dusty Rhodes. Shockmaster, didn't you hear no, 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 but did they ever disclose who the actual wrestler was? No, and what they had to do, they had to change his whole persona up because he wasn't supposed to show his face. And, and he fell, yeah. Instantly, he shows his face because his stupid mask falls off. And, and they changed this whole thing up to a construction worker that's clumsy on the job. Because he couldn't have wrestled with that mask on. He would have can't, no, had to come it up with some worst. other mask, too. Oh, my God. And that fucking that voice changer was like one of those bad, uh, like, smoking commercials from, like, yeah, the 90s where the lady's holding the thing yep. up to her throat. Yeah, uh, no, what a joke. Funny, man. Just because of the fucking, just the stupidity of it is funny. Storm and I guess he just, he just tries to barge in and fucking trips over <laughs> something and each shit on live tv dude that is awful that but is... if you're listening to it in headphones you can hear rick flair talking to vince mcmahon backstage and vince mcmahon's like did he fucking fall like real quiet <laughs> you can hear that? yeah and, and rick flair's like yeah he did yeah and then they're did. like shit and all the producing crew back backstage is like like they're all like pissed off because it's live and like they it, it's just so funny dude but yeah he uh worst worst debut ever oh man I did go to a WWF event back in it was probably like late nineties, maybe early two thousands, and it was freaking awesome. I have to say, like, yeah, I mean, I I think it's goofy as hell, but I mean, if people like it, it's cool. I took my son a couple weeks ago, and it was fun, man. It was a, mm-hmm. it was a, like all it is is a energetic exchange. Yeah, that's yeah. all it is. People get amped up. I mean, the crowds are, you know some interesting people in themselves yeah. man a lot of these the cream of the grow- crop i bet <laughs> yeah, yeah it's like it's like a you know a role-playing fair i mean a lot of these guys are the wrestlers that are wrestling that night in full attire except- the teeth to human ratio is really low i'm sure that very low <laughs> very low and and the the seats they really should have two seats but they only squeeze into one so it makes Ooh. it very uncomfortable oh. we know a few people like that yeah <laughs> so on that note right anything else no dude just i wanted to share that with you guys i was cry laughing at work today over that so yeah Uh, what about you matt nothing nothing much at all uh just the joys of this show yeah man it was great to see nico again and then great to meet you rosie you too Ryan. uh, yeah awesome awesome episode as always matt all right guys As always, stay strong and question everything. When 
things are going bad, there's going to be some good that's going to come from it. Didn't get funded. Didn't get the job you wanted. Got injured. Sprained my ankle. Got tapped out. Good. Got beat. Good. Learned. Unexpected problems. Good. We have the opportunity to figure out a solution. That's it. When things are going bad, don't get all bummed out. Don't get startled. Don't get frustrated. If you can say the word good, guess what? It means you're still alive. It means you're still breathing. And if you're still breathing, you still got some fight left in you. So get up, dust off, reload, recalibrate, re-engage.